Hi, and welcome to Belated Binge, The Office. I'm Zach, your host, revisiting some of the most iconic series in recent memory that I nearly missed out on, like The Office, which I didn't watch until like five years after the last episode aired on TV. And it had to have at least been a year of all my coworkers saying it was the best thing to watch. Uh, now it's been a few years since I've seen it, and I've never seen the Superfan Edition, so that's what we're going through now. Episode 5, Basketball. If Dwight was the star of our previous couple episodes, Jim is the star in basketball. He's the only person on the office team that has any concept of how to put the ball in the basket. Let's do this. The Belated Binge Podcast. Before we get into it, there will be spoilers. This series wrapped up in 2013. If you haven't seen it by now, you're later than I was. There will also be adult language. Use earbuds if needed. Shout out to the bonus binge squad of Alex and Katie. For your own shout outs and access to bonus episodes, join patreon.com slash belated binge. Link in the show notes. Let's start off with superfan episode number five, basketball. We're going to do it. I'm going to do it every time. This is the way that I want to start every single one of these uh, episodes. Not just episodes of the podcast, but episodes of the office show with Scott's thoughts. Brief words of wisdom from the mind of Michael Scott. Probably. All sports stereotypes are true, except the one about middle-aged, out-of-shape white men with middle manager office jobs. They're sweet. I'm sweet. We open up and Michael is giddy that Jim and Ryan have their gym clothes with them at work today, and he is not thrilled that Dwight has his and just ignores him completely after looking at the camera. I know people have said this, and uh, and I haven't said it yet, I don't think. The way that they play to the camera on this show is fantastic, and few do it better than Michael and Jim. Those two... I mean, Pam has her moments, um, Dwight has his moments, but those two are really, really good at, like, finding the camera and really just making a scene way better with something very small that they do towards the camera. And in this instance, it's Michael seeing Dwight holding up his gym bag, all super nerdy, Super excited, and Michael looks at the camera like, uh, and he just goes in his office. And it's great. It's really good. Because apparently what the gym clothes are about is that the office and the warehouse are going to have a basketball game at lunch today. Um, Michael spends a bunch of time lying about making jumpers downstairs, and he makes some, we'll call it, questionable african-american joke uh and then pam and jim are now complimenting michael's pants and he says he says he got them at a fancy place called target oh michael we all we all shop at target why you gotta even why you even gotta you know act like it's not perfectly normal and a thing we all shop at target everyone does all right, get it, get over it. Uh, Dwight wants to be on the basketball team, if that wasn't abundantly clear from the opening scene with his duffel bag. And Michael does not want him on the team. He claims that Dwight has embarrassed him the last time that they played basketball in front of Todd Packer. 
And Michael's sole existence in season one is to try to impress Todd Packer for some reason. Dwight says that he didn't catch a pass that he'd have to dive for, and it embarrassed Michael. Uh, And Michael offers Dwight, uh, instead of a spot on the basketball team, he offers him weekend scheduling duty because much like the healthcare plan, he doesn't want to make people mad himself by making them work on the weekend. And since Dwight is assistant to the regional manager, he gets to do it. And again, like, so corporate has decided that somebody has to work over the weekend because they're not making enough money. Downsizing is looming. The business isn't doing well. And Michael doesn't want to make anybody do it. So here you go, Dwight. Your time to shine again. And then we get this scene that... And I don't even know how to really explain it all that well. So Pam has glue out for some reason. And Jim starts pouring glue like into his hands. And I'm going to... And like... They're trying to get it to dry, right? So, like, he's blowing on his hands, and Pam's blowing on his hands, and I'm going to let someone else go for that insert Pam blowing joke with Jim here line. And at this time, Roy's mom calls, and Pam is talking to her. And then it cuts to Jim frantically trying to wash his hands. Somebody explain to me what's happening here. Is it that weird thing where people would, like, put glue on their hands and then it would peel off, like, when they're 10? Like, what is this? And why, like, he really wanted to wash his hands, so what was the whole point? I don't, anyway, I don't get it. Um, That one, that one falls flat for me. Uh, I love the Jim and Pam stuff, I do. Uh, I think, I think that Pam ends up uh, having some questionable stuff as a as a person as a character um, in the way that she's written as this thing goes on, um, I think Jim, I think Jim ha- kind of has his own his own shortcomings I guess. But as far as like just characters um, together on like the the what characters bring to the show, there's there's very little that I enjoy more than the Jim and Pam hijinks stuff. So like. I'm usually all on board for any scene that has the two of them in it together. I'm not there with this one. So now Dwight tries to make Jim work on the weekend. And, um, sure, whatever. And Pam actually makes a joke about sleeping with Dwight so that she doesn't have to work. I got nothing clever to say. That was actually on the show. And now Michael is showing the temp Ryan around the warehouse. And uh, that's another thing that I kind of forgotten a little bit is like how early Ryan was actually a part of stuff. And he didn't have a big role in some of these early episodes, but like, I don't know. For whatever reason, I just didn't really remember him being a thing, (laughs) uh, from episode one, but he was, and he was here, like, the whole time in his own 
way or whatever. Um, I don't know. I don't really love that character as the thing goes on anyway. But I, I particularly feel for him in these early episodes, though, because it's like Michael really trying to impress him. He's a temp worker. And the boss is, like, really trying to, like, get in his graces and make him think he's cool or something. And it's a really awkward, really awkward, uncomfortable spot for Ryan to be in all the time. Like, where he's he's showing Ryan around the warehouse and calling it Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. And there's this big convoluted story about why he calls him Mr. Rogers. And it's... And it's dumb, and then, you know, he makes this bad joke about Roy and Pam sexual life, and it's it's uncomfortable, and Ryan's just standing there like, can I, like, crossing binges, can I, can I apparate somewhere right now? Can I just be anywhere else right now, please? Just not here. And we go back upstairs, Dwight is interviewing people on why they claim that they can't work that weekend and Kevin Kevin's in a band and that is awesome another thing that I had forgotten because like I remembered uh Kevin being in a band but I thought that was something that developed later in the show um because spoiler it will come up again in some way or other and that's all I'm going to tell you right this second but it does come back up and I had forgotten about this part when I saw it come back up, if that makes sense. So, um, he has a gig and doesn't want to work. Um, Pam is now, Pam's now upset because she's dealing with a warranty on a toaster that was an engagement present three years ago. And she starts to open up a little bit about her and Roy's engagement and how, um, She's like, you know, I I thought we were saving for our wedding, and Roy decided to spend the money on Wave Runners, and she doesn't even get to use her Wave Runner, which is not great. It just tells you what kind of guy Roy is. Um, and Michael's back in the warehouse now. He's playing with like he's making these like there's these weird playing with himself jokes during the Sixers games, which is weird. He claims that he's as good as Allen Iverson who's a Hall of Famer, and this podcast hosts Basketball Hero growing up, and this is a typical dude explaining his pickup game comp, so shout out to um, the Ryan Rosillo podcast, who will never, ever, 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 ever hear this, because he's actually successful in podcasting and and, and makes a lot of money and, and, and all of that stuff. He's not listening to this ever, but they do a thing on there where they kind of make fun of uh, the way that dudes explain their pickup basketball game because every guy compares himself to some, like, NBA star, and every guy thinks that he was, like, one bad coach or, like, one you know tweak of an injury away from going pro in whatever sport they thought they were good enough to do. Um, I may or may not be guilty of part of that. I look, I... I I, w- I definitely don't think I was ever going pro for any sports. Let me just say that right now. Is there a alternate universe where I may have potentially been able to reach, like, small college-type level? Maybe. 
Maybe. Maybe. Maybe I would have slightly less student loan debt. Maybe if things had all broken right, but I, 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 I have all that debt. Yeah, I've got all of it. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, Michael Scott thinks that he's Allen Iverson. And if that name doesn't mean anything to you, I'm sorry for the last 30 seconds of this podcast because it, 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 it upset me deeply when he, when he said that. He even mentioned going one-on-one. <sighs> wow. Uh, the one thing that I did like about this whole exchange, though, is that Michael was like, you know, what would his nickname be? Um, because Alan Iverson's nickname was The Answer. Um, and Michael comes up with his nickname would be The Question, which is only funny to me because Alan Iverson's first sneaker release, like his first uh, signature shoe from Reebok, was called Question. Fun sneakerhead nerd dumb knowledge for you bet you didn't think you were getting that here and there's this awkward (sighs) everything about this is just awkward there's shit talking there's chicken impersonations it's just bad uh and we and we cut back to the office we've got a nerd accusation for dwight of course stanley um is gonna be on the team what is that supposed to mean joke is in there and it's pretty good um, because obviously Michael has one thing in mind when putting Stanley on the basketball team. And it's just as disappointing in 2023 as it was in 2005. That's all I'm going to say. And Ryan's going to play. He only cares that he's getting paid uh, to skip lunch. Um, Michael ignores Phyllis, who really wants to play. And Michael really wants Todd Packer to play. And so he calls Packer, and there's some inappropriate jokes that are made on the call. Packer's not coming, um, ever with his attitude. And he calls he, he calls Michael a bitch, and which is definitely the the best thing that you can do to to your to your boss. I think in this dynamic, I'm pretty damn yeah yeah in this dynamic. So Michael is the regional manager, which means that outside sales reps even though they don't work in that office, they are under Michael's purview. And therefore, yes, Packer called his boss a bitch and still has a job. Sure. Okay. So now we've got Dwight and Angela. And this is weird for me. Um... Because the and I'm just this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna read you my notes verbatim, and then we're gonna remember this in the next episode. Okay, here are my notes verbatim. Dwight and Angela. Dwight slurp eating her candies. How is she fucking this dude? Is she already? Those are my notes. Those are my notes verbatim about this exchange between Dwight and Angela because he is being weirdly creepy with her candies. She is, like, visibly put off. But, like, we... I I shouldn't... Maybe I'm spoiling something here. I probably am. But, like, these two do it. Like, a lot. 
has that started? Because I don't see how it's even a thing with this scene at all. And then, like I said, we'll, you know, this will come back up in the next episode where Dwight is asking out the purse girl in front of Angela. So, like, they must not be. Um, obviously, when I put was watching this episode and putting these notes together, I hadn't watched Hot Girl yet. Uh, or I wouldn't have asked, are these two already sleeping together? But uh, I guess there, there it was. Spoilers, those two end up sleeping together. A lot. And now Michael's trying to cancel the game. He calls down to the warehouse. He's trying to make excuses, doesn't want to play. Um, and Daryl's not letting him back out now, I guess. And um, Michael needs a new player for the team because Todd Packer can't play. And there's inappropriate shirts and skins jokes. We've got inappropriate baseball joke for Oscar. He shoots down Kevin immediately, which is ironic because Kevin's actually good at basketball. Um, and he ends up taking Dwight, assistant to the team manager. You knew that's where this was going. Otherwise, Dwight wouldn't have a duffel bag. Like, the, you know, we were getting here. Um, and now Jim has got to do the vacation schedule. And Jim doesn't want Dwight's overly complicated dry erase board calendar. And Dwight's like, yeah, you do. And Jim's like, no, I don't. You keep it. And Dwight's like, I'm going to keep it. And he's trying to do work. And he's got it like sitting in his lap. He can't do his work. It's kind of funny. Um, now we've got this like trash hoops montage where people around the office that Dwight or that Michael said no to being on the team are all just like, throwing you know crumpled up pieces of paper in garbage cans from like different angles and stuff they're all making it stanley does not (laughs) not even close uh foreshadowing a little bit maybe uh and now michael wants pam to be the cheerleader and dress sexy so jim volunteers to be the cheerleader and dress sexy and michael calls him gay and tries to walk it back um, he doesn't want Angela to dress sexy and be the, the cheerleader. He offends Phyllis uh, when she is there, and it's it's a whole thing. Uh, yeah, my, have I mentioned already that Michael sucks in, in this first season? Um, and it turns out, as you might have possibly guessed, that Dwight is overly intense. No one's... No one's shocked. Um, Michael makes fun of Daryl being upstairs for tea. And he starts going into this like, only executives up here, 40k and above. And Pam and Jim both look at each other and they're like, I don't make that. And this is funny to me because later in the show, again, spoiler, cover ears if you need to. Um, it's a small one. But later in the show, they do play off of how Michael actually barely makes more money than Daryl does. That storyline must not have been thought up just yet, because um, Michael's talking a lot of shit. Daryl, Daryl's like, fine, let's you know, let's add some stakes to it. He's like, let's uh, let's let's put dinner on it. And Michael doesn't want to do dinner. He's like, no, I want the loser to work on Saturday. And like, uh, Daryl's like, no, I don't, I don't want to do that. That doesn't. That that's not fun. That's work related. I don't know. And Michael, of course, gets his way. And Daryl's like, fine, sure. Loser works Saturday. And now Pam's screwed, right? Because 
either she works or her fiance works, and in either scenario, it screws up her weekend plans of going up to the lake or whatever with their wave runners and stuff. Um, and now it's time to play hoops. Michael is warming up incredibly awkwardly. How many of these weird stretch things did Steve make up, and how many of them were just like done on the spot and just completely, um, completely, uh, what's it? What's the word? Um, what improved? Yeah, improv. Uh, apparently, uh, also, you know, a, a thing Michael's into. But um, how many? How much of this is improv? Because Steve Carell makes this look hysterical. And there's a quick cut to the first aid kit. Angela's super mad at Dwight again um, about having the first aid kit and not being the safety officer. And Dwight's mad at Michael because he's not the safety officer because apparently he's like trained and blah, blah. I don't whatever. I my notes trailed off. Apparently I was falling asleep or something. <laughs> uh, Michael starts dunking and like missing dunks and stuff and uh i just in my notes i called it dunking ish and then the predictable thing happens there's a warehouse guy and he raises the hoop to the normal 10 feet and michael looks up and like misses a shot and it's actually really funny turns out jim played uh played hoops in high school he's excited because he thinks he's gonna look good for Pam he doesn't think he's going to embarrass himself and he's like well now that I said that I probably will um and Pam starts talking shit on Roy's behalf she Jim invites Pam to his weekend plans of like going to the mall or whatever and she's like I think I'm going to be at the lake and he's like I, I think you're going to come to the mall uh and it, it's a, it's pretty cute between the two of them. it's funny um Michael calls Stanley his secret weapon ugh that's not going to go well. Dwight is, again, overly intense. He's wearing a mask. Um, it, so if you're not familiar with the actual like sport of basketball and how it goes, the mask that Dwight puts on is for guys who, or girls, like players who um, like break their nose or like have a, a facial injury. Uh, I've seen it where people have like fractured cheekbones or like I said, a broken nose or even like eye laceration type things where they might wear a mask or something like this uh, in in the game so that they can play. But like uh, they have some protection. They don't catch an elbow and like re-break whatever bone or make it worse. Uh, so Dwight's wearing one of those because pick up hoops in a warehouse of an office building is super intense like he is. Uh, Michael gives a speech trying to prep the team, and Jim wants to guard Roy after Roy, you know, kind of blows him off um, when Jim tried to wish him luck or whatever. Dwight rips his shirt off and wants to play skins, and that's gross. And and Roy is a dick. That's just what I've got. So my my notes go in quick succession here. So let's let's breeze through a few of them here. I've got Roy's a dick. Stanley sucks. Michael devastated, Michael intense, and sucks, Roy torching Michael, Jim has some moves, Michael calls his own fouls, and it is bullshit, and that's pretty much like a, a, a five minute synopsis of what's happening in this basketball game, and Michael does, he, he turns into that guy, 
Uh, and anybody that's played pickup basketball knows that guy. Calls his own fouls, calls everything. Every, anytime something doesn't go his way, and this is an extreme version of it, but anytime something doesn't go the way he wanted to, he calls a foul on somebody. And he's got this really ridiculous routine at the free throw line, and he, like, is awful. He's, like, he's absurdly bad. Like, they overdo it with how bad he is. Um, but it, but it's, it's bad. And he has, he keeps having these like talking heads where he talks a lot of shit about being good at basketball and he, he just sucks. And, um, and at some point, a couple of the warehouse guys make a bucket and they start doing this like weird dance. And I know it's supposed to be a a thing and it's supposed to be a cultural joke and blah, blah, blah. It's, it's a bad joke. It's stupid. And Michael is like studying it. And he tries to emulate their celebration dance. And it's bad. I've got another note in here for Dwight being intense. Because Dwight's intense. Now we have Michael Sucks Montage Part, like, 47. This thing's taking forever. Just taking forever. Michael talks about how basketball's like jazz. Michael tries to show off after seeing Jim spinning a ball on his finger just standing around apparently during i don't know a break that they took a timeout maybe i don't know and now michael wants to do try his hand at like fancy dribbling that he can't do and um and it's again michael sucks and jim's like just roy is torching you let me guard roy and so michael lets him and jim actually starts bodying roy up a little bit uh, and ends up taking an elbow from Roy, and that, it's kind of like a weird little switch flip, and I, like, again, I've, I've kind of been there in ways where, like, you, uh, you get, you get hit or something, and, like, you get, you get more intense, you start, um, taking it a little bit more seriously, because now you're pissed, and some people play sports or whatever, you know, competitive, uh, thing that they're doing better when they're mad and and it's a little bit of that energy jim takes this elbow and then he just starts torching roy and fuck roy uh i don't know if i mentioned that recently but roy sucks and and in the middle of this we we get a dwight montage talking about how pestering is his game which is clear based on the montage uh michael's still calling bullshit fouls all over the place He's got another montage of him, and he's doing the talking head. He can't stop playing. He actually, he actually makes like the ugliest layup ever in this montage. And what you what you get is that Jim is the only reason that the office is in the game. They really shouldn't be. They're so so terrible at basketball that like they would be getting wrecked right now. But that wouldn't feed the plot. Um, Phyllis ends up getting in. And hits an ugly, ugly, ugly jumper immediately because apparently Michael's tired and he starts acting like he's going to throw up on the bench. It's gross. We got another Michael talking head. This thing's taking for fucking ever. Um, Jim is actually scoring. Stanley rolls an ankle and Michael calls him a disappointment and he's a total dick to Phyllis and it's just bad. And now Roy's getting mad at Jim um, because he's actually playing... Jim's actually playing at this point. Um, he's playing some some. He's got some physicality on defense. He's uh, you know he's he's got a little physicality on offense. He's actually scoring. He's making he's he's actually 
the switch flipped when he took that elbow to actually take it seriously, which is funny because Jim doesn't take anything seriously at work, except for this, apparently. Uh, and finally, I mean finally because of us, like this is the longest game of fake basketball ever, ever. Uh, luckily, we're at the end because Michael takes an inadvertent elbow and just calls the game off. And he's just like, well, whoever was ahead won. And claims that he didn't know, but he did, because Angela just told him. And the warehouse workers are not stoked about this. He's like, you just, like, what? And they're like, no, we're, we're not working Saturday. And they physically intimidate him? Again, like, this guy's supposed to be the the boss of this entire region, and... He's got employees that can just, like, go chest to chest with him and get him to do whatever they want. And he's got other employees calling him a bitch. And he's, like, this dude sucks at his job. Uh, and basketball. And naturally, he caves immediately. He volunteers for the office to work Saturday instead. And, I, you know what, like, I don't know how this would have worked anyway. Like, the idea of having just the warehouse workers come in Saturday is going to somehow fix the whole, you know, downsizing thing and we need people to work on Saturday, doesn't the office have to sell paper for the warehouse to ship paper? You would need someone in both areas, I would think. And, like, would the warehouse have anything to do on a Saturday? How does having them work actually help with anything? Aren't they downsizing because they're not selling enough paper? Wouldn't they be working Saturday to sell more paper? I... I don't know. I think I'm overthinking this. And, you know, we we kind of get not this isn't like our fade out moment, but it's our fade out of basketball moment. And Kevin is out there and he's just draining threes. And uh, according to the actor that plays Kevin, who has a podcast of his own, he said he made like 13 or 16 or something like that in a row. Uh, naturally, like it wasn't edited for for screen. He just he actually he went out there and he was just. He was just hitting jumpers, and he comes back up to the office. He's like sweaty as hell, and that's pretty funny because he didn't actually play in the game. He just shot some hoops and said it was hot down there. But I don't know. It's his character is fantastic, even though he's sparsely in these early episodes. And now Roy comes up to get Pam. He does compliment Jim uh, on you know he calls him Larry Bird, which if you're unfamiliar. With the game of basketball, listening to this, Larry Bird is a Hall of Famer and um, considered kind of one of those Mount Rushmore-ish type uh, of like legendary basketball players uh, from the NBA. And there's this weird like him and Roy and Pam going back and forth of this whole like, I'm going to get you in a tub. We're going to get you in the tub. Let's get you in the tub. And it's it's so awkward, so incredibly awkward. Um, and Michael comes out and says, nobody's working on Saturday. He's like, like coming in an extra day is going to prevent downsizing. Yikes. Uh, and, and the episode ends, the super fan episode ends with a blooper of Steve Carell making a full court heave that he is supposed to miss for the show. Um, but he actually made one and they put it into the super fan thing. So that's pretty cool. Uh, and that's the episode. That's basketball. Uh, so here we go, super fan or super fraud. This is where I try to guess which scenes were deleted from the original 
and are only available in the like they're extended or um, or extra for the super fan editions and let you make fun of me when I get it wrong. And I think that the Jim pouring glue on his hands thing, I don't remember that shit at all. I don't know what the purpose was. I'm pretty sure that got cut. Um, also, the Jim and Dwight scene with the whiteboard uh, about um, about vacation scheduling stuff. Like I I don't think that was in the original. Um, I'm not sure which one, but it sure seemed or which ones, uh, because it seemed like there were a lot of Michael talking heads over montages during the basketball game, and it drug on for a really long time. Some of those had to have been cut for the original. Um, and I think they may have also showed a few more of the shots that, uh, that, that the Kevin actor actually made in the Superfan edition, and the blooper at the end with Steve Carell making the, the full court heave, I am like pretty sure that was a that was a super fan thing um so anyways with this episode i'm gonna say like i you you can probably tell just by the random things that i've said during this episode i love basketball like so much i do not like it in shows like this um mostly because typically it's portraying people to be good at it who are actually bad at it like jim being the best player in this game He's not very good. Um, the warehouse workers were better in general and also not good. Uh, nobody that was playing has like basic fundamentals, which is it's fine for the show. The idea is that this is a group of random employees who aren't all that athletic getting together to play an athletic game. They don't have to be good at it. If they were really good at it, it would almost be unbelievable. But for me... It's just not the most fun thing to watch my favorite sport played badly. Sorry. And I think that the game drug on, like, really long. I kind of equate this a little bit to, like, Quidditch and Harry Potter. Like, as a as a sports fan and stuff like that, I f- really, really feel like Quidditch should be super enjoyable in Harry Potter. But it's kind of not. It's kind of just nonsensical. And yeah, that's sort of how I felt about basketball here with the office. And and I also don't really get the I don't get Pam kind of in general in this episode. I understand that Roy is her fiance and they sleep together and like that's obviously a thing, you know, no yeah. But normally when we get glimpses of her like unhappy with Roy, it's not intertwined with an awkward amount of like PDA and just openly flirty innuendo stuff. Um Specifically having basically a makeout session when she gets downstairs to the warehouse and like immediately talked down to by Roy. Like that's very, very close in succession to that dynamic. And there's a bunch of looks that do indicate that she's not happy with what Roy's doing in the game. But then this like weird get you in the bath thing at the end, like none of that. I don't know. It just seemed out of character for who we know Pam to be like be so far and who she's going to become on the show like i don't know i just didn't get her in this particular episode i just i just kind of didn't so before we jump into the next one let's go ahead and rewrite the office uh reminder these are questions that i pose that uh basically how would the episode we just watched change if we tweaked the plot a little bit uh and what do you think would happen so this is the question for basketball Uh, episode five what if michael didn't cave and really did make the warehouse workers come into work on saturday 
This question will be shared on social media. You can follow at Belated Binge across TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, there's also an exclusive Facebook group for listeners of the podcast. And the best responses that I receive will be included in a future episode of the podcast. So let me know your thoughts. Give me your best like alternate universe, uh, The Office episodes, uh, plots, ideas from... Uh, you know, stemming from from these little uh, questions of of changing, you know, a little something in each of the episodes and how that plays out. If you enjoyed this uh, episode, re-binging The Office, Super Fan Edition, give me a follow, leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Uh, I'd also love it if you would check out the other binges that I have going on on the feed uh, with the Harry Potter books as well as Sons of Anarchy. Visit belatedbinge.com to find links to everything or you can even leave a voicemail with your own thoughts on well any of it uh and check out patreon.com slash belated binge for bonus episodes and other benefits as well thank you so much for listening and telling all your friends how cool they could be too if they listen to belated binge the office <laughs>